Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to another Crypto Maniacs podcast. This is, I think this is 205. I, I, I always write down our little, our, our show numbers. I, I do that because I need to have numbers in front of me, man. If I don't have numbers, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I don't know about you, Tass. Do you like numbers? Do yes. You care? No? Yes. Yes. It's deep, deep thoughts by Tass, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> so... Big shout out to everyone uh, on Threads. I had a lot of fun on Threads today. Um, we ha- I asked for questions from for the audience, and um, we had a few. Uh, I'll go over a few of them in a second. Uh, but as it's customary, like we do each and every time we fire this up, we got to see how Tasks Weekend was because I haven't spoken to you since Thursday. So, how did it go, man? Did you sell all your crypto or what? No. No, I I didn't sell any crypto. I uh, didn't buy any crypto. I just worked on Leo Glossary. I did some mm-hmm. threads. I did beat Cal. He sent me 250 Leo. Oh. And he bet me again that he can out-thread me this week. <clears throat> so not only does he have a foot fetish, he's a masochist. So I'll take another 250 Leo from him this week, I presume. He uh, he seems to think he's going to be able to post more threads than I can. <clears throat> High, highly doubt it. You are a well, machine, man. That's what he thought last week, and he lost by I, I at least doubled him. So, yeah. you know, uh, Leo's a fungible token, but I will tell you what, something, John. Leo that comes out of Cal's wallet is more special. It really, yeah, it, doesn't, it feels good, right? It, it, it feels it, good? It, it's a lot better. Uh, hive chiss, as uh, Eliana said. Uh, I got bad news for you, Task. Uh, yeah, what, what, what's the bad news? I don't this, like this, is, this is from uh, John Best Start in, uh, in Vim. He wants to know how the two smartest guys in the cryptoverse are doing. And uh, we'll I, have to ask Dan and Starkers. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I, like he he puts that out there, and I'm like, smartest. I, I mean, you know, dude. I I mean, can't he's, again. he's obviously not yeah. talking about you and I. I mean, I, I, I turn my computer on sometimes, and it's a little bit of a miracle. I mean, you know. I mean it's I don't know where where's Dan and Starkers. They, they, I, I don't know who's. They, you know, it, I will tell you honestly. When it comes to crypto, there are a lot of stupid people, though. It's I've been going back and forth on economic and monetary matters, and it's like you fucking people don't know what's going on. It's the best. Even even the dick did called it out and said, you know, he, he wrote a post to me, yeah, you know, asking me to further clarify things because he says it's not enough just telling these idiots they don't know what they're talking about. Well, they don't. You know, addicted to his credit. I mean, one thing you could say about addicted, I mean, he'll go hell bent on a post, but addicted does learn. 
he 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 does. He he mm-hmm. he'll go hell bent on a post and and write up a post that's like completely wrong. And when somebody corrects him, he's like, oh okay, and he'll write a post saying how much of a fool he was and how he was wrong. So I mean, ego does not drive him. Then that's what you're that? saying. Ego does not drive him. Well, I'm sure he's like everybody else to a degree. It does, but uh, I mean, it's he has no problem, uh, you know, calling himself an idiot publicly and saying, "Oh, I just ran my mouth or my keyboard and I didn't know what I was talking about." But he he will learn. I mean, he he does he does uh, you know get in there and mix it up on Twitter, which you know, I mean. People get in there and, and talk endlessly like to Bitcoin maxis. It's like, what are you doing? They're, they're not going to listen. They don't know what they're talking about. They have this ideology. It's like it's like trying to talk somebody out of their religion. Yeah. Well, if you try to talk a Catholic or, or a Muslim or, or uh, somebody of Jewish faith, you're not going to talk them out of it. it no. It's and that's what <clears throat> that's why Bitcoin maximalism is it's it's a religion it's a religion it definitely is yeah yeah you know and 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 people can say well you you guys are hype maxis and that may be true to a degree but i'm very open-minded show me something that can beat it and actually don't show me because i'm 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 a moron when it comes mostly outside this system (laughs) Go convince they call me Dan. If you convince they yeah. call me Dan and says, you're right, there's something there, there's something as good as Hive, I'll defer to him. Fine, you convince him, I'll defer to him. He knows. I mean, <clears throat> this guy appears to spend hours dissecting all of these other ecosystems. <clears throat> and he doesn't come up with anything that can compete. So, you know, yeah. I yeah. say if you can compete, I mean, you know, Ethereum, yeah, they got a lot more money. We know that, but you know, there's two 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 nodes that run the whole show. And yeah. then I don't know much about Lightning Network, but you listen to Brian of London for about 10 minutes uh, on Lightning Network, and he'll just tell you he knows what he's doing and how hard it is to run that shit. Mm. So, you know, it's like how I, how, I, how how is anybody gonna do this? I, I think you bring up a, a really good point. Um and this is this is the problem when we think we know it all and we're always right everyone else is wrong like if if there was and this is the thing like if there was a better community in crypto if there was a better blockchain for building online businesses if there was better applications i'm not against it <clears throat> i just again 5 years of being deep into this 10 years in general i just haven't found anything that competes or compares with hive and well, maybe I got my little my little fanboy hat on, but I it's not like I I'm not looking and I'm not paying attention. I just I just don't see it. Well, so. I think my my view is you you have a fundamental problem if you're not on Hive when talking about this stuff because how do you have social media, whatever you want to define it as, but social media applications which are commenting some type of posting a video or a pictures or memes or or blogs or something you have some type of content posted you have upvotes you have comments you have all of this stuff how can you do it with transaction fees to me that that's you're dead in the water 
So anything that has direct transaction fees, even if it's a penny or two pennies, who the hell is going to pay two pennies to give an upvote? And you may do it once or twice, but who the hell is going to give two pennies to upvote 200 times a day? Right. You're not. And that's where I think from the social media aspect of things, I mean, the, <clears throat> the, the monetary system, you know, as I've, I've broken it down, is basically a ledger and communication, which in this day and age is a, a, a digital network. Well, mm-hmm. the ledger, everybody does. Any blockchain does it. Bitcoin keeps a ledger. Hive keeps a ledger. Ethereum keeps ledgers. They all keep ledgers of the wallets, the balances. They, they solve the double spend. You may not like how they do it, but they all do. Mm-hmm. But above and beyond that, what kind of communication system, what kind of network do you have? You know, what kind of scalability do you have? I mean, Bitcoin, it takes you 10 minutes on a good day to get your transaction to settle. You know, Hive does it in, you know, according to block trades in about 1.6, 1.7 seconds. And it's totally irreversible. You know, you start looking at this stuff and you start dissecting it and it's like, what competes? And they always say, well, the best technology doesn't always win. No, it doesn't always win, but it usually wins, Mm -hmm. you know. Why why did Google become the de facto search engine? Because Google kicked the living shit. And John, you and I are old enough, and we remember when this came around. Web crawler. Google <laughs> kicked the living shit out of everything else that was out there. And people don't realize Google was nothing at that time compared to Yahoo. Google was late to the search engine game compared to Yahoo. Google was late to the email game compared to Yahoo. And Google kicked the snot out of them in bowl. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Google just came out with better tech. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't that it was a better user experience because, you know, using each is pretty simple. You know, using email is pretty simple. It's just they had a better technology. Right. <clears throat> and, you know, that that's what often wins. And <clears throat> so I feel very confident. I've, maybe you and I are both misplaced, but if we're misplaced, just tell me something that tops it. Well, it's, it's it, you know, and this is, welcome to the Cryptomaniacs podcast where we beat dead horses each and every week. Um, Next, I'm we're going to talk about people being consistent. Yeah, that's we are novel. consistent. That, that's products. a novel, novel. Yeah, that's that's the second half of the show. We, we practice what we preach. Um, I was I was hanging out on crypto Twitter again today. And we are actually streaming on crypto Twitter. We're on YouTube. We're I'm even streaming on my personal Facebook page. So big shout out to all my offline friends that are going, what the hell are you talking about, John? <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm hanging out on crypto Twitter and you know what happens? Uh, the crypto influencers start complaining about Elon Musk and start complaining about getting banned on YouTube and start complaining about TikTok and all of the, the, the influence that China's got in TikTok. They're complaining consistently about all of these Web2 things, but beside their name is usually crypto or Bitcoin girl or so-and-so yeah. teenager or whatever. I mean, all of them. Not Like, very few actually use Web3 and blockchain. Now, I'm not talking getting their donations from certain companies that they're paid to endorse the token yeah actually using it pretty slim pickings very slim and it just amuses me to no end to watch them 
wine and I'm just sitting there and I put the meme out on threads today. You know, I'm sipping my little tea like Kermit the Frog going, none of my business. I'm just going to sit here on threads and enjoy my Web3 experience. But uh, yeah. <clears throat> Here's the deal on that. They talk about Web3. They talk about, you know, crypto and they, they they're, they're talk. Not only, John, do we use, mm -hmm. but we actually have the ability to aid in the design. I mean, obviously, you you with with uh, uh, CTP have direct influence. But I put together a post a, a couple of weeks ago on Leo Finance that based upon Cal's teasing, uh, which he teases a lot, he... Um, I think he's going to incorporate a, a bunch of what I put in there. And that's a major difference that you could go on a Leo threads. Yeah. You being John G. Olson, you could type, you can interact, you can engage, and you could say whatever you write, you know, as a suggestion, hashtag feedback. Cal will see that. And if it's a good idea and something that, you know, hey, I like that. I'll put it on the list. He'll incorporate it. <clears throat> you could have it incorporated in. Now, you know, if I did the same thing on Twitter and I hashtag Elon Musk or at Elon Musk, forget <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. And, you know, obviously I'm a, a big Elon Musk fan for Tesla. I said, I think I said this on the show before. I really don't give a shit about his investment in Twitter. It, mm -hmm. it has no bearing on my life. Uh, but I do know this about Elon Musk. Don't fucking bet against him. And so people are sitting there saying he's ruined Twitter and this Twitter's going down and this, that. Um, he even came out and said, well, you know, I bought it for 44 billion and now it's probably worth less than 20 billion. But I'm I'm confident it could be worth 250 billion. Yeah. I wouldn't bet against Twitter having a market cap of $250 billion. And I do understand what he's doing with his, you know, master plan for Twitter and turn it into a financial institution. And quite frankly, it, it's legit. He can mm -hmm. do that. I mean, he'll have to get he'll have to get some licensing, which he's applied for the payments. He'll probably end up having to buy out some applications like uh, for mortgages, like you know, a rocket rocket mortgage or something like that, you know, have to spend, you know, a few hundred million here and there to buy up some of these apps uh, just so he instantly can be in those games and incorporate them in. But, uh, you know, I, I think he's he's on a good path, but you're right, he's absolutely correct. You know, all these people who's kind of like uh, the CTT guys were making fun of Ethereum when Vitao said, well, we'll, we'll uh, uh, use Reddit as our, uh, you know, social media to 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 converse and talk about this stuff. And it's like you're going to go to Web2 to use as your governance conversations, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and I listened to Cal on the AMA today and they're really working this polls thing and. Mm -hmm. His goal there is to have fully decentralized polls where, you know, voting systems for governance is done through polls on, on Leo threads because it's all on the blockchain. You could read the, the custom JSONs. Anybody disputes the, the voting, you mm -hmm. simply just pull the information from all the custom JSONs and say, 
I don't care if you say you had 55 votes. You only had 52. There it is. You yeah. lost. I mean, it, it's that is something that is that's the level Hive's operating at. Then you look at Bitcoin so and so influencer. What the fuck level are they operating at? They're they're mm -hmm. on YouTube making videos talking. There's about only 21 million of them forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was listening to a couple a uh, couple guys who are really experts at the monetary system, the euro dollar system, and they were being interviewed by a guy, and I I don't know who this guy was. I. I've never seen him or his podcast or whatever, but he was interviewing these two guys who I've, I followed for years and, and know where they're coming from. And he, he asked them about, uh, uh, USDCs. And, you know, he said the Bitcoin maxis, he says, which I call Bitcoin fat fascists. <laughs> he goes, they're Bitcoin fascists. And I, I just, I, I had a laugh. I was doing something. I almost dropped, uh, what I was, working on because i just started busting out but that's about how they are and mm -hmm. it's like no sensibility and you know these two other guys they just laugh because they know about money and it's like they know how absurd these people are so i mean you know that's just why i remain optimistic about hive mm -hmm. i may be an idiot you may be an idiot but they call me Dan, really research this. Starkers, who really researches this stuff. We got people like Block Trades, who some people don't like him. That's fine. He's always been good to us. So I don't think yeah. either of us have a problem with Block Trades. But the guy is highly knowledgeable. We've had Hulu on a couple of times. This guy seems to know his shit. Then you got people floating around working with different projects like Marky. And again, Marky may not, is not liked by everybody, but Marky. I can tell you, knows his shit. Mm -hmm. At least mm -hmm. from from the the areas I've seen him uh, uh, delving into, and and so you start to look at this, and there's a lot of other people. I mean, then you look at the the uh, uh, team that Block Trades put together, the team that Cal puts together. You know, you look at all these other people, and it's like there are assembling people who know what the hell they're doing, mm -hmm. uh, and and that's you know we we, we had. Uh, uh, Bob the Builder, and, and he was talking about uh, CyberX and the vision there that he kind of stumbled upon. Uh, you know, he wasn't even part of the project. He just kind of looked at it from the outside and liked what what the main people were doing. And it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. So, you know, it, it's just that that's the stuff we have here and you know that's obviously no slight to vitalic and people like that and mm -hmm. and some of the developers on ethereum i mean i'm sure they're absolute geniuses but it's not like we got a bunch of dumbasses running around on hive either i mean we got some very knowledgeable people mm -hmm. especially from a technological standpoint technical standpoint yeah. um big shout out to one alpha to watching watching the show the legend yep, that is torque and uh, uh morton matt d is here as well and he just put in threads that this is the idiot gang i agree man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely um we did have a question from uh an amazing uh jerry the farmer wanted to know what your current os is that's literally the question we got for this week's cryptomaniacs uh i'm on windows windows there you go Windows and Android. Those are what I use. Mm. 
uh, one alpha actually said, uh, pulls are great, but what about governance on Polycub, which was promised to come to Cub and Leo too? Uh, I'll tell you my situation, (laughs) which is always a fun situation when you're dealing with MetaMask and John. Uh, I have no idea where I can log into Polycub and Cub anymore. Um, my my keys are in the nether world they're in the nether region so i have a whole bunch of cub that was in a kingdom i don't know if it's still mining or or getting that i don't even know i don't know what's going on with polycub i just i don't i can't log in so i can't really speak on cub or leo or not leo excuse me cub or polycub because i can't even get in there because of the amazing the amazing idiot gang i own that yes I don't know. You know anything about governance on Cub? I I I, I can only surmise. Um, I I think, and, and don't hold hold me to this, but I there was a proposal for Polycub that got shot down, and was mm-hmm. a proposal similar to Cub. And I think the inclination is okay. We're going forward with Cub, with with this new. Um, you know, burn system, and it looks like that the month of March may be the first time where Cub actually goes deflationary, where mm-hmm. there will be less Cub at the end of the month than the start of the month. And I think if that indeed, which it should be, the the start of a new tokenomics of Cub, I believe that the 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 hope, and it'll have to go through the the the. Uh, community is I'm hope the hope is that that'll be transfer forward to transferred uh and approved to go to Leo. Now in terms of governance, I don't know if there's gonna be I mean I remember in the past there was talk of maybe dropping a governance token to Leo. Um you know again it's not a I mean it might end up being trade it probably wouldn't be a tradable token it would just be a governance token. I, I don't know if you have to go to that extent because you can just use governance, you know, the Leo power stake and, and there's your governance, if you ask me. But I, I don't know if if that's going to be built into the new UI. I don't know how that's been delayed. I mean, it's, you know, I, there, there are certain things that seem to fall through the cracks. Um, you know, they get picked up. But that's why I, I said in the last AMA I put in 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 the thread for the last AMA. I also put it in the feedback. We need some roadmaps on some of this stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, give me, start with Leo threads. Give, give us a 90 day roadmap. I mean, even if, or give us a six month roadmap and say, okay, this is what we expect over the next six months. And we expect some of this could happen in the next, you know, one to two months. This could happen in the next three to four months. You know, just give some idea of directions. And, you know, I think that's, that's part of the transition that I think needs to be made with some of these projects, especially a project like Leo. Get out of the backwoods. It's time to bring a degree of professionalism. And we had a nomad soul on a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, his business experience is helpful. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that some of that bleeds through and saying, okay, you know, when you say you're going to have a show, start at that time. That's called building credibility when you Mm -hmm. say you're going to do something you know do it 
and you know it, it's just I, I, and i'm not saying that you have to build the roadmap and everything has to happen on an exact day and you got to give an exact day and an exact time where something's going to be released because anybody who knows out about development knows that's impossible mm-hmm. you know it just doesn't work like that but at least give people a general plan especially when you're asking them to have faith in you especially when you're saying buy my token buy our token this you know uh, you you want to talk all this stuff up that's fine but at least present a roadmap if not it looks like chaos and i think this is part of what uh is turning some people off this is just an outside opinion about splinterlands it seems mm-hmm. like every time you turn around they're creating just a new token but what's the plan here how are you tying all this in together what when is all of this going to start to to leverage itself leverage itself against the other parts for greater gain. And I could draw that roadmap for Leo Finance, but that would be my my hypothesis. I, right. I'm not the one to, behind this. So I can't say this is how it's going to unfold. I'm, I, I'm not in the inner circle. I'm not part of this uh, directly. So, you know, that's what needs to be done. And, and you know, one alpha, yes, roadmaps would be very good. And you could write a roadmap for Leo, uh, out, uh, for Cub, for Leo Threads, for Polycub, you know, and, and at least give some general guidelines where this is where we're going over the next half year. And yeah. then, you know, you're going to make it on some things you'll miss on others. That's fine. You know, we all understand. It's one of the things, you know, that, that I learned years and years and years of doing business online is that people literally are attracted to action. So if, if people in a community see things, and I think that's what really got people excited about Leo again was threads was just this threads is this potential behemoth Mm -hmm. in the crypto space. Like just this absolute aha Mm -hmm. moment for anyone that really grasps it. And that attracted a lot of people to Leo. And this is something that, you know, for anyone that's building on the blockchain or building online businesses or whatever, like attracts like, man, people want to be around and take part in communities that are visible, that are active, that are doing things. Now, just like you said, you don't need to hit on everything. Gosh knows how many times I've failed over the past 20 years of my life. I mean, I, I, you know, but it's the fact that you're doing things. People want to see that. So all the projects out there, all you got to do, you don't need to create Picassos here. We're not talking about, you know, <laughs> you know, revolutionizing the world. But if you're out there and you're putting yourself out there and you're putting your projects out there and you're putting your community out there, I think good things will happen. Well, I, I agree with you. Uh, you know, one thing I give Cal and the Leo team credit for is they are flexible. For sure. They do reevaluate. They say what we're doing isn't working in this particular area. Let's go a different direction. Let's try, try something else. And, you know, a lot of this stuff's uncharted territory. So with, with Cub, with Polycub, you know, you create something, you roadmap something out. It makes some sense. You, you start going forward and things don't turn out as, as you want. The, the one positive about those two projects is, they're still alive and kicking. It might be seemingly on life support, but they're still around. A lot of DeFi from two years ago isn't around. 
Okay, that's good. That that's a feather in their cap. That's an asset that you're willing to be flexible to change your plans. You're not married to running off the driving off the cliff just because this is the the turn you took in the road. And it's like, well, we got to go all the way to the end. Uh, no, you, you you stop before you crash. But like you mentioned, numbers to start the show. This is the first time, and, and this, I think, is credit to a nomad soul, where he keeps talking about these MAUs, and he's putting out charts, and he's talking about it, and he's saying, this is where we are with eight days left. That's exciting to people. Yeah. Why do companies, why are they required to report their numbers, publicly traded companies, every quarter? It's so people can size up what the hell is going on. Now, I understand with a lot of these projects, it's difficult because we don't have revenue metrics. We don't have a lot of profitability metrics. We don't have those type of metrics. But there are metrics. You know, how many users are showing up each month? How many page views do you have each month? This is ABC basic stuff of online businesses, online sites. How many visitors do you get? How many page views? How, how long do they spend on a page? Mm. This is information that should be put out on something like Leo Finance and charted. Uh, you know, and now we're getting the MAUs, which is a good thing. So we can see the progress, which all of us who have Leo Power, our stakeholders, can say, okay, things are getting better. Okay, yeah, we 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 were at a thousand uh three months ago. Now we're at 5,000, and then six months later, we're at 10,000. Hey, you can see the growth. That's a good thing. Right. Um, you know, these are the things that people need to do. And, you know, when you look at some of these sites, like on CTPX we talked about last week, and, and forget what they are. But what do you see? You see counters on gambling sites. 1.2 million games played. You, you see mm. these things about how many people did this, how many people did that. Because when you quantify something, then you're starting to drive it home and it's trackable. And when you have stuff that's trackable, now you're acting like a freaking business. You know, what do businesses track? They track their sales. They track their revenues. They track their profits. They track their customer growth. They track how many customers they've lost, how many customers they've gained, how many new customers, how much more are they selling, same sort store sales, you know, all this stuff, profit margins. Production per line. I mean, all of these things are, are just stuff businesses track. Well, you need to put that out there for people to track and, and people to put together if you want to be treated like a business. And you and I have said for, for more than a year, we need people on Hive who are business people, thinking like business people, using business metrics, operating with the business sense, you know, and not sitting there fucking around with tokenomics to make the price go up. You know, we all want the price go up, but we don't want it to go up. I don't want Leo to go from whatever it is now, four cents, five cents to 50 cents and then crash down to a penny. That sucks. You know, build something. But if you start to put out the numbers, if you say this is what we're doing, if you start putting out the roadmaps and you let the people who are supporting you or following you go, follow along and say, OK, we're, we're making these metrics. We're not making these metrics. Then you have something. How many threads are being done a day? How many threads have been done total? You know, how many polls were, were done? You know, all of this stuff comes into play. Yeah. Uh, one alpha's got a question here. What do you guys think about Cal using very extensively lately Leo creations using wrapped Leo steak? 
I didn't even know that was going on. Leo curations use some wrapped Leo steak. Uh, I don't know what he's doing there. I mean, that that's something if 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 I'm reading it right, um, he he's curating out of the wrapped Leo account. Uh, so I I don't know. Uh, see mm. picture. Is this in the the threadcast? Might be in thread. Screw the map. Screw the map. <laughs> we don't need no sticking maps. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I just, I honestly can't answer uh, that one alpha. I, I don't know exactly what he's doing, and I don't see the, I don't see the image that you're talking about. But uh, you know, and, and I, I don't want to attack Cal. I mean, Cal's done a lot of great things, but there's also some things that I think you know, need some help. And, uh, you know, none of us are perfect, but, uh, it's, it's something that, uh, you know, there's room for improvement. And I think if you're, if you want the market cap of Leo finance to be in the, the millions upon millions, maybe into the tens of millions, you got to operate like a business that's worth tens of millions of dollars. That, that's just my view. Um, you know, it, it's the old act as if principle. You 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 want to be you want to be the most successful salesperson. Act like you're the most successful salesperson. Dress like you're the most successful salesperson. Take the action that the most successful salesperson will do. Right. And you may not be the most successful salesperson, but you'll probably get pretty damn close. And you know, that's what I think. Uh, you know, I, I think if you're going to sit there and say, we want a market cap of Leo, this holding company to be worth, you know, 25, 50, 100 million dollars. Well, it's time to start acting like a hundred million dollar fucking outfit and mm-hmm. start to do the things that hundred million dollar outfits do. And the potentiality is there um, without a doubt. And I think that has to go to every project out there. I mean, if you want to be taken seriously, start acting series you know stop stop being this bullshit well you know we're on hive we're we're we're, we're doing this we're doing fuck that you know you're on hive hive you you don't think block traits takes the code that his team's putting together pretty damn seriously Mm -hmm. um of course he is so that's where where i think it comes down to uh you know people acting like they're they're already at the point they want to get at. And, uh, you know, there's too many, too, too much shit on hide that it's like, it's a hobby. There's there, the dedication may be there, but they're still acting like it's a hobby. Like it's a game. And I, I just, you know, to me, that's just dumbfounding that, you know, like you said, yes. Number one is you have to have people want to see progress, but people need to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And just given an AMA that starts at a random time that because you can't get you can't get yourself to, to start at a consistent time. I mean, that's bullshit. You, you and I, I mean, we were late today. First off, it was announced that we were going to be late because we know what time the damn show starts. Mm. So we know where we're going to be every Tuesday and Thursday evening. 
you know, for both of us. We know it. It's no secret. You know, Cal knows every Tuesday he has an AMA. You can't say it's a Tuesday at 12 o'clock his time or 11 o'clock his time. It's 11 o'clock. Start the damn thing on time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these are the little things. And I, I'm glad one alpha's uh, listening and, pay, and, and and tuning in because he'll tell you, this is the stuff that inspires confidence. You know, you don't have to bring out the biggest and the best. Yes, we, we want the major upgrades. We want the home runs. But a lot of times those are few and far between. But you can always manage how you behave. You can always manage when you show up. You can always manage when we start on uh, when you start stuff. And we don't we don't pretend to be a professional show here. I mean, look look at us. I mean, we're both in t-shirts. You're in your hat. I'm in sunglasses. You know, but we start the show on time most weeks. Mm-hmm. We once in a while there'll be something, and you know that happens. I understand, but. More often than not, when we say the show starts at five o'clock your time, we start at five o'clock your time. Right. You know, and especially when we have guests, we're always on time um, because we know how valuable the t- guest time are and the listeners. And so, you know, these are just thing, little things that I learned over 30 years in sales and marketing. And anybody who's run a business, anybody who's been in that type of business where you're dealing with, with people who buy stuff from you, it's the little things. You know, it, it's it's the follow-up on the email. It's the replying to the email in a timely manner. It's getting their bill straightened out. If they have a problem, their bill. It, it's if the product that they purchase is defective, it's, it's changing it out immediately. These are the things that are important. And... You know, I I think that carries through into into the crypto world. It, mm. It's I, I remember one guy saying, "How you do anything is how you do everything," and that's so true. And if if you're going to have a lackadaisical attitude about showing up on time, you know, what does that say about you? What what does it say, John, when you have somebody who's coming to do business with you and they they're twenty minutes late? And they're mm-hmm. always late. Or if you have a friend who's always late, what does that say about how that friend values your time? I mean, it, yeah. it, what does it say about the person? They're not reliable. They don't mm-hmm. call. They don't show up. No show, no call. You know, and that that's what it all comes down to. Yeah, it's 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 kind of funny you mentioned that. It's something my wife and I battle about all the time. Like we'll have an appointment to go somewhere or, you know, the kids got a doctor's appointment and I'm sitting there. Let's go. We're going to be late. Let's go. We're going to be late. And she always says she's on island time or whatever. And, you know, it's just I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I like for me, I, I agree with you, I think. If it's going to be, you're going to be there, you're going to be there. Simple, you know, but, you know, but that's, that's not all, that's not necessarily only a crypto thing that, that goes across the board. No, I, what I'm saying is actually not from crypto. I mean, right, shit. Yeah, yeah. you know, if you're in sales and you're constantly showing up to your appointments late, you're not going to be in sales so long because you're not making many sales. When, you, when you talk to a business owner and you send an appointment and say, I'll be there at 10 o'clock. Uh, on Thursday, you damn well better be sitting in, in, in his or her lobby five minutes before 10 at least. And if mm-hmm. you're late, you better let them know. And it better not be a habit. I mean, once in a while, everybody understands. But 
consistently? No, they won't do business with you because mm-hmm. you're not trustworthy. You, you don't even have the ability to show up on time. How, how, are, how is your company, you're, you're, you're reflecting of your company. How's your company going to send service personnel out? How do I know your company is going to even have the parts on hand when you need them? How do I know your company is going to get the bill right? On and on and on, because you're a, a reflection of the company you represent. You're a reflection of the entity you represent. And, you know, you and I go go on and on about these dipshits on Ivan, sitting there complaining about the upvotes and all this other stuff, putting it on chain, and this is going to kill this place. And then they wonder why the fucking token price isn't going up. It's like, what are you, an idiot? You know, what's the, what? what is the problem with a, an open database uh, an open system anybody can fucking post that's a problem you don't see anybody handling the marketing for facebook or apple you don't see some schlep who works in you know wherever in apple sitting there popping off oh well you know this is the problem of apple and these products suck and all this other stuff no apple facebook google tesla general motors any of these companies they take great pains to massage their brand this this brings up something i want to i want to talk about the 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 mentality of the upvote i've messed around with other social media web3 crypto projects out there what you don't see is people complaining about how much they're earning ever (laughs) no that that being said i haven't gone to torum in a long time i haven't gone to any you know the bit noise cash or whatever like i haven't been to those things in in a long time but i did spend time there and i did build followings in the whole nine and but i never heard i never saw that you know it was it was but in the dna of hive for whatever reason and and i'm asking you what is it because there, there seems to be this I'm owed thing on Hive. Mm-hmm. Like I'm owed this. I, I'm. Tr- where does that come from? Well, and, and it's interesting, and, and it's, it's it's funny because you have you have what one alpha and, and I on here. That only applies at Hive. You don't see any of that on Leo. You don't see any of that on CTP. How many people sit there and say? I deserve more on, on CTP, John. Uh, I post on yes, CTP sir. talk. I, I, I think Eliana should upvote my stuff. I think, you know, Blaine should upvote my stuff. I, I deserve more CTP. Right. It's only high. And, you know, I, I don't know where that, that comes from in the DNA. Other than that, the early marketing was always, well, you know, come in and, and we'll pay you money. And, and we'll give you 15, you'll earn 1500 bucks on your, by your third post. Um, I, I mean, I guess there's still that hangover. Also, there's a fair bit of money distributed each day on Hive, which I don't think you had on those other things like noise cash. I mean, those people were, were just tipping out of their own pocket. Yeah, you never knew. There was no rewards pool, right? There was yeah. no, this is what we got. Yeah, right, and right so now. we have a trending page and we, we, we promote it and, oh, here's what people are earning and that type of stuff. And it's always in your face. and. I I mean it's like you know one alpha probably is one of the the largest Leo holders. I got significant stake, and we don't have any of these problems on Leo. Now one alpha doesn't 
act like a jackass of a whale. I don't act like a jackass of a whale. Now that doesn't mean uh, at times one alpha won't won't go after somebody who's who who's abusing the system in his opinion, and he yeah. has, yeah. and he's written articles about it, and he's pointed things out, and he's called it out in the past, and I applaud him for. Um, you know, he didn't get rude about it. He was just very matter of fact about it and saying, this is what's going on. Here's somebody, you know, uh, self-voting. Here's somebody, you know, uh, just basically, uh, you know, taken from the reward pool, not getting back. And that's fine. Um, but you, you know, the focus but, is yeah, on generally the layer twos don't have that that's on hive. With well, them. and also because right now everybody, for whatever reason, still folk, I, I think we know the reason it's because only hive has the value, but nobody focuses on Leo. Nobody focuses on CTP. Nobody's really focusing. Yeah. They like getting the tokens in right. addition to Hive, but it's like, you know, I guarantee you the first breakout and, and hopefully it'll be Leo because I think it, it will be the first breakout, but think back when Splinterlands was at its, its peak during that bull run. And you had people with million dollar, uh, stakes in, in Splinterlands, you being one of them, was anybody fucking complaining? No, because they had I'm complaining now. <laughs> yeah, they had million dollar stakes and, and hundreds of thousands of dollars at stake. And I think what'll happen is if Leo Finance takes off and the price of Leo escalates and starts to get where you have people with hundreds of thousands of dollars and maybe even into millions of dollars in Leo. Leo. Right. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, that those Leos are worth 75 cents a piece or 50 cents a piece or 30 cents a piece. And, you know, I got 20 Leo today. That's like, you know, 12 bucks or six bucks or, or whatever it is. And it's like, then all of a sudden people are saying, holy crap. And then they'll be pissed and, and bitching that, you know, how come more people don't vote vote on me for, for on Leo Finance? But, you know, I could use my entire state downvoting motherfuckers on Leo Finance because, you know, we've had microblogging on uh, Leo Finance for three years. I mean, these assholes long for blogging, they're, they're putting up 120 word posts. It's like, give me a fucking break. Okay, you don't have to write a 12 or 1400 word post, but at least get the 500 words or, you know, have something really serious with a chart and, you know, something that took you, uh, obviously you put a lot of effort into, but uh, you know, I, I don't, I mean, it's obvious the monetary aspect of hive is the focus, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. The direction cryptocurrency is going in and the joining of uh, social media and finance. I think this is, this is the path. And so you want people to have stake. You want people to have assets because that's when your collateralization for lending and all kinds of stuff. And people can take these assets that are not liquid and maybe utilize them and leverage them to go into other areas that can help our growth at a much quicker pace. Uh, mm -hmm. But we got to get to that point first and we're not close yet. Do, do you see... And, you know, because we're just the biggest investors and Bollinger Band guys out there. Uh, do you see a 2023 where Leo is 50 cents? Do you see that? I, I see the possibility. I, I don't I can't say because we're going back to what the, well, we were talking about before. Hmm. I don't know the roadmap. 
I, I don't know the numbers, but yes, in fact, the, the, the post I wrote a couple of weeks ago, I most certainly think it can, because if, if you start to get the Leo ad revenue getting up near $10,000 a month, yeah. and I don't know what it is at now. I can't tell you, John. I can't tell you if it's four thousand, two thousand, five thousand, six thousand. May hell, for all we know, maybe we're at twenty thousand. I don't know. See, I don't have these numbers. They should be out there. Mm -hmm. But if you get, I anticipate if you get that Leo uh, ad revenue to ten thousand bucks a month, that's one hundred twenty thousand bucks a year. You know, on average, that is in buy support of Leo. Right. You start to take that, and then if you do what I said, and don't do this fucking burn, because nobody's going to buy your token so you, for, because you're burning it. That's like saying somebody buys a stock because you're doing stock buybacks. That's a dumb reason to buy a stock. If you take that Leo that you buy from the ad revenues, and you direct that towards Leo Power Holders, and now you turned Leo into an access token, which says you can get a portion of the revenues by staking this Leo, buying it, earning it, whatever. You stake it, then we're going to go out and through the traffic, through the engagement, through everything, we're going to buy the tokens off the open market and send them out to the, the Leo power holders. So it's to your benefit to stake more. You'll get more of the, the revenue each month. You do that. Now there's incentive. Not for one alpha to add more, although one alpha probably would add more. Not for me to add more, although I probably would add more. But for somebody who has 300, 500, 1,000 Leo power to say, I want to get 1,500. I want 2,000 Leo. I want 2,500 Leo. Because now they're getting more Leo sent to them and you get the circular economy going. So I certainly see that as a potentiality. I cannot say it will be a, a, a probability because I don't know the roadmap. I, I mean, again, we go back to that, what's going on. And, you know, Cal may have this idea set forth. Cal may sit there and he even said something to me today. And he says, well, it goes back to a post I, I wrote a year ago. And I wrote, and I said, yeah. And since that post, you've done nothing but talk about token burns. What the fuck happened to that idea from a year ago? Um, you know, and this is what I think has to come forth as these project leaders of these, these, these projects. And it doesn't have to be Cal. I mean, if, if a nomad soul is the man who understands this, who grasps this, who can do it, let him nomad soul do it. I mean, he's a very engaging, very interactive individual. He seems to understand this. He has some uh, a lot of business sense. I don't know his his background per se, but he he obviously in our conversation understood where we were all coming from. You know, maybe that's a guy to delegate that to. Um, so, you know, these are things that uh, I think get people excited, and it makes it a lot easier for somebody like me to say, "Fine, sell your Leo." I don't give a crap because I think in six months you're going to really be kicking yourself. Now I can say that right now. I do say that right now, but I don't say that from a pet place of certainty based upon the plan. I, I base it upon what I project the plan to be. And, th and that's a, a different story. And I think any, any project that wants to be taken seriously has to talk to, 
to token holders like their employees. You go to any company, okay, maybe the president or CEO or business owner doesn't speak to everybody, but the business owner speaks to the managers and the managers then get and have their sales meeting or their department meetings or whatever. And there's a vision of where the organization wants to go. That's what successful organizations do. You know, not successful ones. They don't have those means. They just say, you know, like a guy I worked for for a long time, he said, well, just sell more. Well, and you wonder why your business isn't growing overall by leaps and bounds. Sell more doesn't answer anything. Well, it's it, just before uh, just before I leave that thought, you're talking about, you know, the don't burn it, um, buy it type thing. It's one of the things we decided at CTP was was, you know, when we first started it, we thought burning was the answer to everything, basically because that's what everyone said they were doing, burning tokens, burning tokens. So we said, you know, what we're going to do instead is we'll just distribute more by buying CTP off the market. So we've been steadily doing it and, and with CTPX and the, the CTPX account has been constantly buying CTP off the market. Not not massive amounts, you know, I mean, you know, 25 hive worth every now and again. And it's been going good, man. Um the, the the end goal i mean I th- and i think this is I, I i hope this is for for the majority of people on on hive is token distribution seeing it get out to more people whether it's ctp whether it's leo whether it's hive whether it's sports like i mean whichever i i just think there's power when you have tokens distributed to tons of people that's my opinion at least um but yeah yeah, I mean, it, it, without a doubt, it's uh, it, it it's a much stronger economy, a, a much stronger project. I, I mean, listen, if we had on Leo five thousand people earning Leo a month, whatever amount they're earning, as opposed to let's say a thousand, the five thousand earning Leo versus a thousand is much better, even though. It cuts into the individual earning of everybody else, you know, and, and probably the earning of the top earners. Fine. There, there's no problem with that because if you have Leo going into 5,000 wallets a month or CTP going into 5,000 wallets a month, that is a stronger ecosystem than 1,000. And if yeah. you can then take that from 5,000 to 10,000, and now you got those same tokens going to 10,000 wallets. That makes it that much stronger. Mm-hmm. And that's where resiliency comes in. Because then all of a sudden, let's say, let's say you have somebody like One Alpha who's a, a, a major stakeholder. And One Alpha, for whatever reason, decides he's moving on. You know, he, he's had enough. He's he's going to liquidate his assets and go buy a condo. I mean, whatever his reason is, he, he decides he's going to move on. Well, if you have 10,000 people, 20,000 people involved, they can absorb that. If you have three, you know, how can that be absorbed? And, you know, that's really where you have to look at the network effect. You got to look more than the monetary aspect of the token. You have to look at the network effect and how many people are engaged in this project. And having 10,000 people engaged in CTP versus 5,000, you're better off with 10,000, then move it to 20,000. And we need to do the same thing with Hive. I mean, we need to get 150 to 200,000 daily users on Hive, individual 
users, not accounts active daily, individuals. So that may be with all the bots and stuff, 300,000 accounts, 350,000 a day. But that's Mm -hmm. what we got to get to a day. You get that, you got, you got $10 hive because, Mm -hmm. you know, the resource credits are just going to be eaten up. It's, it's that simple. So, you know, these, these are, these are basics to me, but basics that get overlooked, like you said, everybody's burning. Before we get out of here, I, I, you know, I want to stir it up just before we before we we dive out of here. Do do you think a good idea would be to literally not attack but challenge the Web three content creators that use Web two? Do you think that's even? Do you think that's a fool's plan? Do you think there's any benefit to that? Like call them out, like. You, you you guys are pieces of work. Like, is there any point in that, or you think it's just? I think you know. It's it's like the old edge. Here I am arguing with idiots on the internet. <laughs> I, I mean, it, what are you going to say? What what are you going to say to the these crypto influencers? I, I mean, we we've said it before. Uh, even you you look at Crypto Wendy. She just comes to she uses threads. Mm-hmm. How does she use threads? She she posts her. Uh, she drops the link to her hive post of her YouTube video. And that's all the engagement she does. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, to her credit, she's at least doing something, but I would not call her a web three user. I would not call her engaged in any stretch of the imagination, but she's been here for a couple years and she's never moved beyond it. And she's further along than most of the others so what are you going to say to them? I, I mean, it's like if you call them hypocrites, you and I have called them hypocrites. Where'd that get us? Nowhere. Uh, you know, they're they're just going to do it. And, and you know, we, we got Crypto O. Uh, he got kicked off YouTube. And he says, well, where am I going to go now? Maybe I'll go to library. It's like, go to three speak, you jackass. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you've been on you've been on Steam for five years. You know, Hive Steam, you've been here for five years. And, you know, it, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's mm-hmm. what the only thing that'll change this, John, I think, is the mooning of the price. And then all of a sudden, people like you and I mm-hmm. have been busting our ass. And if it's from Leo, if it's from Hype, if it's from CTP, if it's from wherever, all of a sudden the price moons, it's like everybody will be like, you guys were lucky. And it's like, what are you, an idiot? We, mm. We've been busting our ass for, for, for five years. We've been adding to our stake. We haven't been selling. And, you know, at some point, we believe we will, you know, enjoy those fruits. Um, it's going to take a while. But. I, 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 think, I think you need to come up with a new tagline, man. What are you, an idiot? Someone needs to make that a meme or a mem. Meme or mem. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I, I mean, just you look at the stupid shit that people say and do online, and it's like, are they idiots? I, I mean, it's like, you know, you, you, you tell them, and, and this is why I don't go on to Twitter much, because it's like I'd be arguing all day with a bunch of morons. You know, it's if you're challenged on something, you know, like we started, addicted, you challenge addicted, and you show them what, what's up, and, and you make a, a valid uh, point to them. He'll internalize it. He'll he'll analyze it, and he'll say you're right. Or, you know, he'll 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 grasp what you were saying. Um, you know, most of these people will not, and it's like, 
you know, you can show them all the evidence in the world. It's like, you know, when I talk to people about money, it's like, I mean, have you ever like read what the Fed does? No, this is how it is. No, that's not how it is. They don't create that. I mean, but you, you know, it's like, they don't want to research. It's just easier, easier to adhere to the religion and crypto influencers are a religion. Now they talk about web three, they, they promote web three, but they certainly don't use web three. And we have it on hive. I mean, it's look, look at all the people on from hive on Twitter. And they say, well, it's because we're doing outreach. Where's it in the numbers? I mean, yeah. you know, show me the proof that I we have any growth. I th- I think it comes down to product of your product. Um, and this is what's funny, you know, going a little long, long here, but I don't care if John and Tat, no offense to you, John and Task are known as Hive creators when Hive moons. Don't care. Don't want it. Don't I don't need the shine. I'd rather have a whole bunch of Hive power, a whole bunch of Leo power, a whole bunch of CTP power where I can be upvoting, curating, and spreading the tokens out to people. And if there's a hundred thousand more eyeballs here, that's what I care about. I don't I don't need to be famous online. I don't need it. I don't care about it. I want to see this token go out to more and more people. And let the crypto influencers come by all means. When the token price moons, come on over. Come. I don't care. Bring all your people. Talk. You can be the number one rewarded author or creator on Hive for the next six years. I don't care. Just bring the people. Bring the people. And that's what I want to see. I don't. I don't need the. I I I couldn't tell you, John, and and you know part of this, but I can't tell you who upvotes me. I have no idea, especially on on hot. I mean, I have a little better idea on Leo, but I'm always in Leo. So, you know, block trades, they call me Dan, Starkers, uh, Marky. They might be upvoting me. They might not be. I have honestly no idea. Hell, I don't even know if you upvote my stuff or not. I I have no idea how many followers I have. I don't look. I couldn't tell you on either of my accounts how many followers they have. And I couldn't even tell you if you told me how many followers I have. If that's a lot or not, because I don't pay attention to anybody's mm. follow. I can't tell you because I don't have to claim it. I can't tell you how much Leo I earn. I have absolutely no idea because it all gets mixed in because I, I have the delegation. So I earn the 16%. So, you know, when I power it up, I, I know what I, I see what's there, but right. I can't tell you what I'm earning off my posts. I don't even pay attention. And now, especially out of my LE account, because a lot of that's upvotes and threads, I think, I don't even know. So I don't even look at what the rewards are. So you're right. It, 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 being a, a known creator, content creator on Hive, my niche is so small that if Hive becomes successful, photography, politics, uh, news, stuff that I'm not even, sports, I mean, EPL, soccer, uh, sorry, uh, Belimo, football, uh, these things I have no knowledge of. And you could get you could get influencers on Hive who talk about EPL or who talk about politics or who talk about photography or talk about all this stuff that I have no understanding of, no skills in, which are going to be much bigger 
arenas, I would think, than anything I touch upon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the idea that um, it, it, I couldn't be usurped, you could be usurped, is probably pretty foolhardy. We could be. Yeah, and and that's why I mean, yeah. I would cry about it. It's like, whatever. It's like, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I, I got a lot of high power. I want more high power. I got a lot of Leo power. I want more Leo power. I'm going to keep doing what I need to do to get it. But how much that comes in each day, I don't know. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I've been getting blasted again with the downvotes. Really? Again? You get, yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. It's good. So, I mean, I mean when, when they complain about downvotes and people saying, well, you get blown to hell, it's like I've had some of the biggest whales uh, on Hive, you know, team me up. Protecting the rewards pool. Well, it's it's you know at least at least that is something I can respect. I I can respect that. If you say if that's the approach you want to take, fine. Uh, that's a lot better than John. I downvoted your shit because I disagree I disagree with you. Yeah. You know I don't downvote your shit when I disagree with you. It's just. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's fine. Again, I you know <laughs> it's a whole other show. We'll talk about it on Thursday. Um, the the downvotes to me, it's like if if you want to downvote, obviously it's your stake. You can do whatever you want, but if you disagree with me and you're downvoting me because you disagree, that's just weird. Like, make a comment if you dis if you want to talk about it or whatever. But protecting the rewards pool, getting away or, from or, the or just ignore it. I mean, or ignore it. Yeah, that's what I do. I mean, I don't even pay attention. To you that. know, it's like there's. A lot of stuff I see on threads, especially, um, just ignore it. I mean, I mm-hmm. see people complain about this that or the other. Just ignore it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. you know, I understand there's we still need more fil- filtering tools. That's being worked on, but mm-hmm. you know, there's the follow feed there, and that narrows things down. And we're still only three years old, man. Just yeah. little pups, just getting to learn how to walk, man. So. Yeah, it, it's so. uh, yeah. I mean, it's and that's part of being a trailblazer. You're an early adopter if you're on Hive right now. You're an early yeah. adopter if you're in Threads. You're an early adopter if you're in CTP. And you know, quite frankly, most people aren't cut out for success. I, I've come to that conclusion, especially watching crypto for these last five years. Right. Most people are not cut out for it. They should join about three years from now. They should go away. And come back in three years when we have shit straight, when we have infrastructure in place, when we have nice apps, and then they'll say, but I can't earn anything. Well, that that you're not capable of doing it because you're not willing to put in the effort to go through the tough times, the learning curve, and when things aren't exactly, you know, great. I mean, there there's bugs. It's like, so what? You know, they'll not they'll they'll fix it. You know, it, it was like that dopey. Uh, one alpha ran into this because he has one alpha dot Leo. And for like the first two, two, two weeks in, in Leo and with the new UI, you couldn't, it was either upvote or comment. I, I think you could upvote, but you couldn't comment for some reason to somebody with a, a, a dot or a hyphen in their name. Right. And it was a pain in the ass for three weeks or two weeks, but they, they got it right it. now. Yeah. They fixed it. No. Trailblazing, man. Dude, good show. Um, Thursday we'll uh we'll talk about upvotes and downvotes. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I kept trying to go in the uh in the, the threadcast and 
you know, answer there. So we'll, we'll I'll get the threadcast up a little earlier next week. So cool. or Thursday. No worries. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. And we will see you on Thursday. Toodles. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week.